Welcome back, listeners, to a very special episode 10 of the Marist Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lai, and today's guests include Mrs. Diana Atkins, principal of Notre Dame Lower School, Mr. Brandon Jesdemir, principal of Notre Dame Middle School, and Mrs. Kimberly Anderson, principal of Notre Dame Preparatory School. Over the course of the last several episodes, we have taken you on a journey to learn more about the founding of the Marist Order, the Marist priests and brothers here in the United States and other parts of the world, and what it means to be a Marist at Notre Dame Preparatory School and Marist Academy. We're going to go a little further today into the schools and have the principals show you what it truly means to live out the Marist spirit. Let's dive right in. Brandon, can you tell us a little bit about how the Marist spirit plays out at the middle school? The same question will go to Diana and then to Kim. Yeah, thanks for having me. And um, I've been here for 16 years um, at the school. And immediately, um, I think the Marist spirituality kind of just fell upon me um, just by walking the halls and seeing how um, the priest and the the former teachers kind of treated me, but also how I witnessed them um, treating, you know, former uh, students of ours, alumni. Um, So I think the thing uh, that I comes to mind is the habits of the heart, the things that we're trying to focus on uh, with these students. Um, And the number one thing that I've learned, I think, from the Marist Fathers about spirituality is about humility. Um, And that's the number one thing that I think we try to focus on with the kids is, are you being the person that God has created you to be. Mm. Um, are you comfortable in your own skin? Yeah, right. um, so it, sometimes um, in middle school, uh, they want to start conforming to the world. And so then we'll, we'll bring them back and ask them, um, is this the person that God created you to be? You have so many gifts, so many talents. Um, so we c- keep on bringing up that humility piece with the students. Diana, same question to you. How would the mirror spirit play out at the lower school? The Marist spirit is visible, I would say, on a daily basis with the interactions between students and teachers. Teachers lead by example and treating others as Mary would. They model the thinking, acting, and judging like Mary on a daily basis. Can you maybe describe what does that mean? How does a lower school student you know, think, feel, judge, and act like Mary? Um, so when they are in the classroom and... Um, you know, specifically talking about religion or social interactions and things like that, what it means to be like Mary, how you treat people with kindness, how you treat people with love, how you treat people with respect. And so the teachers model that on a daily basis when they're talking with their students. And do you see this like playing out with the kids on the playground or on, you know, on, on the athletic field for some of the older kids or even in the classroom or walking the hallways yourself? Like, do you, do you see how these kids treat each other a little bit differently on a day-to-day basis? I would say yes there's a lot of um, empathy for students when things happen you know we've had students who have had broken arms broken legs Um, so just you know the caring or if a child has been absent for a number of days or you know coming back to class and the kids welcoming them back after being gone for a long time so you see those interactions with the students right okay we've heard from the other two principals about this Marist uh, spirit identity at the other at the lower school and the middle school can you share with us how that uh, is reflected in the day-to-day operations at the at the high school. 
Um, yeah, I think um, when we're when we're talking about a Marist spirit at our school, everything we do is about thinking, judging, feeling, and acting as Mary would. So any decision that we make, any interaction that we make, um, needs to be needs to have those aspects in thought. So if we need to take a step back from something. Sometimes it's an, an easy decision, or sometimes it's an easy action. Um, but there are other times when we're challenged with more difficult um, decisions where we might need to take a step back and say, okay, this is my original thought of how to address this matter, but what would Mary do in this situation? And just taking a moment to reflect um, before making a decision of what, you know, what would Mary do? What would she think about this? Um, she, she wouldn't judge. Um, so what would she do in place of that? Um, how would she be feeling in this situation, and how would she act? And I think our teachers, um, in turn, they, they, they model that behavior of Mary as well, so that if the teachers, the administration, the faculty, and staff are modeling that behavior, then the students will see that modeled behavior and act the same way as well. And so... You know, when, when we talk about Mary's, you know, sometimes people think, well, you know, well, gee, how can I be like her? But when you read in the Bible, Mary did get frustrated at Jesus when he disappeared and they were looking for him and stuff. So um, how, how do the teachers and, and the administrative staff, how do they kind of, you know, use that motherly like style, but also, you know, you know, take things that might happen at the school? I'm sure you have plenty with like, you know, with high school kids, like as teachable moments, I guess. Well, um, absolutely. So if there's something that happens or if there's an incident with a student, it's really important just to stop for a moment, take a breath and realize, you know, these are these are adolescents. These are teenagers. I say all the time when I was a teacher before um, or and then also when I became an administrator, would you rather have this happen here with me in high school where we can take a step back? think about it, reflect on it, and then look at how's the best way to move forward and how's the best way to remedy um, this action or whatever has happened. And I think that's important that, you know, we don't jump to conclusions, that we don't, um, you know, take things for granted, that we actually think them out. And as a teacher, I think a lot of times it's very important, like you're saying, you know, Mary wasn't always happy with Jesus. And um, just to take a step back and realize, you know, these are these are our kids and sometimes we need to mother them. Um, there's a few teachers, you know, Anthony Batorek talks that he's he's the mother duck of his IB students. And I think that's important that they feel like. Um, that that teacher is taking care of them, but also that that teacher is somebody that they can go to if they're having a problem or if they're having an issue, whether it's with their homework or whether they're having a problem with friends or um, at home, they know that they can go to a teacher, they can go to a counselor, they can go to an administrator, and we're here to help them because, you know, being a teenager, these are formative years, and we want them to be able to walk out the door when they graduate and be able to make these decisions on their own, but then also realize there are other people that are out there that they can lean on for support. Can we talk a little bit about the Marist values you hope to impart on the students before they leave your respective schools and move on, whether it be from the lower school to the middle school or the middle school to the high school or once they graduate? Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. Um, awareness. You know, um, I think one of the things that Father Leon uh, continues um, to talk about is uh, the Good Samaritan. 
Mm. So are you aware of the surroundings? Are you aware of the other students um, in the hallway um, that may not be having the best day? Um, so uh, I think the Good Samaritan understood who they were and had awareness to see that there's somebody across the street and they're willing to go and assist that, that person. Um, I think listening mm. is extremely important. Um, another habit that we talk to the kids about, um, it's very important that you're not only listening with your ears, but you're also listening with your eyes um, because that tells us a lot um, as well. But they got to be listening for the sound when the when the teacher says something to them, but also when their friends say something to them. Um, are you are you listening with with that heart, with that Maris spirituality, and then uh, just caring? Um, it's very important when these kids um, come to the middle school that we support each other. Um, that we will make sure that we're we're lifting each other up, um, and that we put care into everything that we do at school. When we say think, feel, act, and judge is Mary, what does that mean to a high school? I think that can be very challenging to a high school students because they're faced with a lot of um, choices, and sometimes they're good choices, and sometimes they're bad choices. But I'm hopeful that through our activities on Marist Monday um, and our activities in general on Marist Monday, not just the Marist Way things, um, but the activities that we have planned for the students like Find Your Grind and um, diversity training, that they can learn about others so that they can make educated decisions, that they can be compassionate, that they can show humility, um, which is a challenge uh, for a high school student. Um, but I'm hoping uh, and praying that through these activities that we have on Marist Monday, through these speakers that we have coming in, uh, through the activities through campus ministry in the Marist way, that the students can learn about the Marist way, learn about the Marist fathers, and learn about the Marist brothers, and learn about Father Colan and what his vision was for his school, um, taking into consideration that, you know, these are teenagers. So taking a step back, what is, what is the Marist Monday at this high school? So on Marist Monday during community time, which is kind of like homeroom uh, for the students, we have about 35 minutes um, where we do announcements and we have different activities. Um, Marist Monday was added to the community time schedule um, a couple years ago so that we could do enriching activities, enrichment activities with the students so that they could learn more about the Marist Fathers. They could learn more about what it is to model Marist behavior, what it is to think, judge, feel, and act as Mary, um, what it is um, to you know, show ardent love of neighbor, to show um, humility, to show... Um, be respectful and um, and be inspired by Mary. And so we added that to the community time calendar so that we could have these different activities and work as a community in our community time room. So the students that are in their community time room, they stay with that same core group of students through their four years so that they're building relationships um, as they're they're going through and they're growing as like a mini like a little family uh, at Notre Dame Prep. Diana, talk about the lower school experience and how oftentimes with little kids, you kind of have to treat them a little bit differently. Mary got mad at Jesus, yes. Teachers sometimes get frustrated with students, yes. But what do you do? How do you teach these kids in a loving, caring community like Notre Dame to learn from their lessons, to learn from their mistakes? Talk a little bit about that. So I think we, again, look at our mission and um, how would Mary 
treat Jesus in that situation. You know, when mistakes are made, um, yes, there might be consequences. Um, yes, there might be, you know, sitting there talking about what had happened, but there's also a lot of love and um, knowing that, you know, because you make a mistake, you can be forgiven. I mean, God forgives us all the time. And so as adults, we have to forgive children when they make mistakes. And just knowing that um, the kids to be able to see that even though they've made a mistake, they still can have your love and respect after that mistake. And I think that's really important because um, they need to know that it's okay to make mistakes and um, that mistakes are going to happen and that the people that are around them are going to be there to help them through it. Brandon, same question to you. How does the middle school nurture and care for these students who are very much in their formative years going through so many different changes emotionally socially physically uh talk a little bit about that yeah it's um one of those tasks that we try to bring up as much as possible anytime mm-hmm. we see it you know they when they come into middle school they're coming off of a great fifth grade year yeah you know they're in a one classroom um experience in the in the elementary level and um when they get into middle school, that's when they start to maybe not so much, um, they're still looking at their parents to be those role models, but they're also going to start noticing their friends. Yeah, right. So yeah. we have conversations with them about that and, um, who you should be looking, uh, to kind of model your life after. Yeah. Um, and then they start to kind of separate too, um, away from, um, wanting to try pull away. They want to see what the boundaries are, right. you know, in middle school. So we always bring it back to the habits of the heart. We want to making sure that they behave um, properly. And again, everything ties to our mission. We always go back to the upright citizen, the Christian person, the academic scholar. What role would you say the parents uh, play in living out this, this Marist way, the Marist spirit? It's one thing for students to learn about this and try to you know, buy this stuff at school. What can families do at home? Um, I think um, it's, it's a challenge for parents because we've been out of the building um, and we haven't been allowing visitors co- to come in. I know the prayer groups that we had through campus ministry have been very helpful. Um, but I think just, you know, investigating and reading and talking to their kids, that's probably the best thing that they can do. You know, talk to their kids, like, what kind of activities did you do in Marist Monday today? What were you working on? Because it's not only about, you know, learning the Marist way, but it's also about building your character and reflecting on yourself and thinking to yourself, you know, am I being the best person that I can be and am I living in the image of Mary? So kind of like that old school dinner table conversation when kids come home from school, just learning about what they're doing. Absolutely. You know what? Sit down at the dinner table, have a conversation. What'd you do? It sounds a little old fashioned, but what'd you do at school today? Um, I find that with um, my sons, who I have a son who graduated in 2020, and then I have a son who's currently a junior, um, the best time that we have alone is when we're in the car. And, you know, just put the phone down, turn the music off, and just talk about what did you do today. Um, it's just the two of us, or it's just the three of us, and we've had some really good conversations in the car on road trips um, to pass time. And um, some really in-depth conversations. And I think that's, you know, as a parent, that's a good way to connect with your kid. But then that's also a good idea to see their insight of what's going on at school. As an administrator, how how do you, like, day in and day out, work with your teachers and and your staff to kind of, like, do you ever have to step back and say, hey, you know, these are kids? And how do you live that, Mary? You know, I think my staff 
um, understands the sage. Yeah. You know, they do a great job of uh, working with the students, um, giving them an opportunity, you know, maybe another opportunity, you know, um, and I think that's, I truly think that's what Mary would want us to do, um, to whether it's an assignment, project, presentation, um, or if they made a mistake in the hallway or something like that, we're always looking to give another opportunity. Um, you know, one of the greatest things, you know, when I think about Mary is she said yes, mm. you know, to a calling. And um, this year especially, um, when I've asked a child to fill in for me, possibly to take attendance in the morning and walk in the door, they say yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really would like to see, um, you know, within our school when, when asked to help, you know, in some leadership way that the kids step up in that. And, um, that's kind of what I, what I've seen, the, the selflessness that, uh, Mary displayed, mm-hmm. but, you know, I want to pass that on to the kids and I, that's kind of what I want to see. And the staff, you know, um, they don't say no enough, mm-hmm. you know, so they're willing to take on uh, more things, um, to make sure that our kids get an experience maybe possibly in that activity. So um, that's just another example, I think, of what married want us to do. Finally, if you had a message you could give to the Marist priests who run our school, uh, a message of gratitude, what would you say to them? And what lessons have you as an administrator taken away from working with them over the years to better our school for now and into the future? I just, I feel very blessed to be in this environment. Um, I feel very blessed that I was able to begin um, teaching here and to have my children here and to continue to, to be here year after year. What really resonates with you regarding, you know, the example of the Maris? You saw you've, you've been around Father Straj, you've been around Father Leon, um, and Father Ron's there too. What resonates with you with their leadership? So being here for 16 years, I kind of look at each of the priests and the brother a little bit differently. So when I see Father Leon, um, the thing that comes to mind is a lifelong learner. Mm. Um, He's so knowledgeable, um, and it's just attractive the way that he always is up to date, even with today's uh, culture, you know, with the kids. Uh, He knows what's going on with them. Um, He knows what's best for them. And um, he's a big promoter of uh, the leadership and myself of ongoing education. So that's something that will stick with me. That's something that I ask my staff to continue to do. Um, and my, my leadership team as well. Um, Father Straz, his, his, just his passion for the Marist tradition. Um, you know, he never wants the spirit of the Marist, what Father Colan created to ever leave, mm-hmm. you know, Notre Dame. So all the traditions, the the mission, uh, the Marist themes of the year, they all tie back to that. And um, so I, 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 he just, I gravitate towards him on that. Um, Father Joe, um, what a great listener. Um, he was a he was a, a mentor of mine um, that I could go to and just and just talk to him. And there wasn't sometimes where he. He immediately gave me feedback, but I knew he was listening and that he would come back and his answer and just um, his way of seeing the world, seeing a student um, was something that just completely attracted me to to this mission of the Marist um, because kids will make mistakes. So this has truly been an enlightening conversation with yourself and the other two principals. And so... To close it out, Kim, I want to give give you the final word on this whole topic of the Marist experience in the Marist way here at Notre Dame. I would say that you know it really it truly is a special place. I think that 
you know, it's very rare that we have a, a teacher leave a school or we have people leave our school. I think once they come into our school and they embrace what we do, I think that they really recognize that this really is a special place. I mean, what other job can you have where your boss, you know, marries you and your spouse and baptizes your children and, you know, comes to your house um, for dinner and, and really you have a not only a friendly relationship with that person, but you have a spiritual relationship with that person too. And that's really what it's about, about creating the Marist way and creating our Marist family that we have at Notre Dame Prep and Marist Academy. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to come and talk and share that experience with us. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Daniel.